0: Psalm 119, verses 9 and 10, 17 to 19. How can a young man keep his way pure? By living according to your word. I seek you with all my heart. Do not let me stray from your commands. Do good to your servant and I will live. I will obey your word. Open my eyes that I may see wonderful things in your law. I am a stranger on earth. Do not hide your commands from me.
1: I have a very quick response to this. It is one thing to say to God, I seek you with all my heart. It is quite another thing to live it. Mm -hmm. And what I mean by that is, you know, we we hear about all these seeker-friendly churches. And I think the one thing missing in many of the churches, I don't stand in condemnation of any church, but the is it's, it's, it's the heart of God sometimes is missing when you say, well, it's okay to be whoever you are, uh, you know, just come and that's fine. But if the message is not, uh, you know, the message of the new Testament of Jesus Christ and him crucified, I think that it can be a, a little, uh, misleading for people. Um, in some of these churches to not get the message, but they seem to be, they, they are told they're getting the message, but they're not really getting the message.
0: Mm. You know, Eric, on a more personal level for me, when I read this phrase, how can a young man keep his way pure? I immediately think of my son, who's a teenager now. And, uh, he, you know, he really is a, a pure kid from what I can tell. You know, obviously he's got sin in his heart, but he, he really loves the Lord. He has a genuine faith. But the way that that's answered, how can a young man keep his way pure says by living according to your word. And I love the fact that my son actually does devotions each night. He reads from a devotional that's designed for teenagers, but a, a little bit more, you know, honestly, I mean, obviously he's doing great for his age, but I remember being that age. I was doing devotions too, and I think adults probably said about me that I was a pure, good, faithful kid. But I also remember those teenage years and the tug of the flesh, you know, in many different ways, the tug of the flesh was so strong. And, you know, honestly, on many days, it was stronger than the wisdom of God's word. It was more compelling. It was more urgent. It was more immediate. And I know that's probably going on in my son's mind. I'm sure it is. And it will for years. But as I get older, you know, I think I've just learned by mistake that when I follow the urgings of my flesh versus the wisdom of God, it leads to trouble and he'll have to learn that too as he matures.
1: Yeah. My only comment on that having not to do with your son, but having to do with the world that your son is being brought up in, Mm -hmm. um, replete with a hundred thousand social scientists who have the answer for everything. Uh, I remember my teenage years as well. Mm -hmm. And I, also remember these enormous conflicts, the guilt and everything yeah. else that comes with it. Um, and, you know, I I think it's underestimated. I agree. Uh, and I also think that the way uh, the medical community looks at boys and girls, they look at them kind of as the same. And I just don't mm. see that right. looking from my perspective today. Yeah. I see the differences Uh, and there are similarities or otherwise we wouldn't have the human race, but there are enormous differences. And I I think that there's no favor being done by the people growing up today by, by staying away from the reality of what you talked about, that struggle that is in every human heart. We talked about rebellion before we Mm -hmm. have rebellious hearts and it's not against our parents or against our school or being a bad guy or being a a, a quote unquote tough or something. Mm -hmm. It's, it's, it's probably more important for somebody to begin to learn who God at at, who God created them to be and how God sees them. Yeah. than more than almost anything
0: else. That's beautiful. That's right.